Hi friends, it's GB here. We just wanted to wish you a happy Thanksgiving before our next episode and let you know how much we're thankful for you and love you. Yes, and we recorded this episode actually a few months back. Question mark. Time is such a mystery to me now, but either way, it was in the past. And then when we got closer to the airing date, we realized it was going to be the day before Thanksgiving. So we couldn't put it out without saying happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. We hope that you have a very safe and healthy and happy day of celebration with those that you love. And speaking of those that you love, that's what we're celebrating today. It's another episode in our love series and I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, I do want to uh, ask for a little bit of love from you, our listeners, um, and grace and patience because although I think this is one of our absolute best episodes in content and sound quality because we got to record together. We're all about togetherness today and this week. Um, we weren't recording through Zoom, but we were sharing a mic in person. So you might want to just prep for a one to two second delay um, with us passing the mic back and forth because we're all about sharing and caring and being patient and kind. But I know that you are all all of those things, and we thank you for that in advance. Now, with that said, I'm just self-conscious about it because I am tired and I didn't want to edit all of those two-second delays. I'm sorry. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. One, two, one, two, three, four. We're all just doing our best, do 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 doing our best, do 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 doing our best here. We're all just doing our best, do 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 doing our best, do 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 doing our best here. Hey guys and gals, welcome back to our love-themed podcast. This is the the second episode of our love theme. I'm GB. And I'm Candace. I hope you feel all the warm fuzzies. If not, you're about to. So you're welcome in <laughs> advance. So today we have uh, three separate couples in separate relationships. <laughs> I just felt like I needed to clarify on that point. Um, but we decided to ask three couples that we love who we think are wonderful. Um, one from the Gen X generation, uh, one who are millennials, and then the last one who are young Gen Zs. And we wanted to ask them some questions about how they met and fell in love and what their relationship means to them so that we can all just get an idea of what love looks like for all generations and you're going to be hearing our reactions to their uh audio clips that they sent us in real time yeah so we're going to be hearing everything for the first time with you um but i'm already just super excited to hear what all these beautiful people had to say because um we obviously know them and know that they have relationships that we think are definitely worth emulating in some form or fashion. And I'm just really excited. We have theories about our findings on the scientific experiment of love. Um, but yeah, I'm just really excited to see, you know, love at different ages and 
and maybe some themes that carry throughout whoever, whatever, whenever you are. Some nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom nuggets, if you will, Mm. about love from these different groups. Let's get into it. Our first couple are Chad and Libby. They are Gen X. And GB, tell us what questions we sent them. So we asked Chad and Libby and all of our couples to answer three questions for us. The first one was, how did you meet? The second was, would you ever, would you envy the courtship styles of another generation or rather meet in the way another generation might? And the third one was, what does your relationship mean to you? So we're about to hear those answers from Chad and Libby. Here it comes. Okay, question one. How did you meet? So I guess I can answer the, the first part is I, we just had a friend, a mutual friend that in passing at a Taco Bell just introduced us and said, Libby, this is Chad. Chad, this is Libby. Well, actually, and then like six months well, passed. Actually, the more interesting part is I, I actually kind of liked that guy yeah, at yeah. the time. You made a mistake. Steve. Yeah. yeah. And we were, I forgot, I guess it was just like after a church. It was after, after like a youth group a, or yeah, something. Yeah. And we were both there, and it was really funny, because I mean, I think we already kind of like knew of, of each, each other. other. Yeah. We like had a mutual, lot of mutual friends. tertiary friends, but not. But it was just funny because. Never real connecting. You know, he actually did it like this. He was like, Chad, this is Libby. Libby, Libby this is Chad. And I was like, why is this guy doing this? Like, why is he? It was very clear that he was trying to, like, make yeah. it, like, in some way. like, maybe there'll be something. I don't, I don't really know But why. I don't think he was thinking that very much. I don't know why I, he did he that. I don't know But then six months passed or something. So quite a bit of time Oh, passed. right, right. And then... That was our, actually, like, first exchange of names, names, I guess. But then we, then your dad invited me over. I became friends with your dad for a men's retreat, and then well, I came over to your... You do it really fast, but, like... You came back from college... I'd already gone to a men's retreat and met your dad, but didn't know, didn't make the connection that it was you until your dad invited me to come hear somebody that they like to hear preach and for dinner, and you answered the door. Y'all started, well, y'all started, you started, hang, you started hanging out. And you started, he While you were like, away at college. Yes, I, uh, completely separate from right. anything from me. Y'all were just friends. He was kind of sort of ment- mentoring you a yeah, little bit. Definitely. Uh, older man in the faith type thing, and... So then when I came home from college, um, I was kind of like, why is dad eating with this little, you know, who's this little friend of dad, you know? Yeah, I was and, little then, too. I yeah, <laughs> you were little. So, <laughs> so then just, we just kind of started hanging out and we did youth group and yeah, little youth group stuff together. So, yep, here we are. I like that he said tertiary friends. That's great. That's very Chad. My my scientific brain trying to put everything together that I know is, well, that I anticipate to come from the other age groups just wants to point out, okay, they met in person, they met through mutual friends, and he had a relationship with her father first, which I think is really sweet and really cool, and uh, yeah, okay, let's see what happens next. Question two, do you envy you would rather try courtship styles of another generation, millennials, Gen Z, etc.? <clears throat> no. So question I think this like there's too much nuance, strange way of electronic reading into things and 
I think a lot of our relationships are much more conversational based. You and I didn't even talk on the phone a lot. We we didn't do well on the phone. We did better in person. Yeah. So I just think there's too many extra levels of exposure that to me are not really healthy to where people kind of get consumed and there's all these nuances in the picture and who did you post with and what did you tweet? I would, I would say, because the question is, do you would you rather have tried another style? I much prefer our generation, I guess, which mm. we're, gen, I guess we're Gen Z. Um, mm. But I would have to say, I think maybe our parents' style even would be more. even more envious because I think it was a little simpler. I mean, maybe that's just perspective, but it's almost like they were it was a little more innocent, and I felt like they could more casually date than we could. I felt like our generation was very relationship-oriented. Yeah, um, gave each other rings. Yeah, like now, that. I mean, of course, it's, it's about court courtship, so, I, you know, I think ours was fine, but I think theirs was a little more simple ours i felt like you know everybody had to be in a hardcore relationship and then like the millennials i just feel like there's very little face-to-face interaction initially and it's just like there's a lot of guessing games where i feel like ours was if there was any guessing it would be on the phone or if somebody was actually going to call you but like what about exposure and learning about each other so yeah kind of like you kind of can manage the unfolding of your lives as you bring them together, um, especially in courtship, where your families meet at a certain point, and, and you obviously are developing, you have secondary friendships that are developing, and you have a lot of things happening over the course of that, and it seems like there's not, there wasn't the cons- consumption of social media all the time. Yeah. Like, you almost almost like had kind of like separate <clears throat> compartmental parts of your life as well, that, you know, I'm in school today, I'm at work, and you had no concept of what I might have been doing, and you, I had no concept of what you might have been oh, doing. Oh, you're talking about for each other. Yeah, for each other, yeah. too. Like, as our relationships grew, like, now you kind of know everything that's going on in a person's yeah. life almost with the level of... Yeah, people could, like, be like, oh, there's Snapchat. It's like, oh, they're at, they're at work right now, yeah, and it's yeah. kind of like, I mean, why does, why does Knox need to know what, you know, yeah. where his friend is all the time? All the time it's kind of yeah. like, you know, yeah. but... So, I think, yeah, I think maybe even our parents were a little bit even more different. And, I mean, our parents would have been the first generation to have phones involved in their relationship, and then our grandparents wouldn't have had that at all. Yeah. They'd had to see each other at church or some sort of social thing. Right. So it'd been a lot different. So hopefully that helps. Next question. That's interesting. So just to clear up there, Gen X, not Gen Z, as Libby said, no big deal. Um, but... I, too, being a millennial, I feel a lot better meeting somebody in person before, like, making any kind of decisions about if I'm interested in them in a romantic way. I think the notion is that millennials do, and for the most part, they do all communicate, like, in a digital platform first. That's probably uh, overwhelmingly true. But, yeah, I I like everything they said about how much meeting in person meant to them it means a lot to me too but I was raised by baby boomers so no for sure I think that you know the meat of your relationship is going to happen when you find something out about your significant other in person and you get to share that moment of like oh really and um so yeah I think it's it's probably something I envy that they got to to do all that in real time, face to face most of the time. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, but I also think that it's interesting that you say you prefer in person because I feel like something we're millennials, so I can only speak to millennials. Um, but I just feel like 
if you think about, I don't know, Netflix, then dating apps, then, you know, DoorDash, you can tailor everything in your life to just be exactly what you want. Like you don't have to, I don't know. So when you meet someone in person, I think you give them the benefit of the doubt when you're learning about them. Like you're just not automatically making assumptions, but when you meet someone online, it's, you're trying to like select down to the thing you're going to choose and just make a selection from a list of options like we can do with our shows and with our food and with everything just from the palm of our hands with our phones. And so I think that, I don't know, comparing that to dating and being face to face and just having to learn as you go, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Let's let's keep listening. Let's see what their last answer sounds like. All right, last question. What has this relationship meant to you? Well, as Chad said a few minutes ago, it means eating Mexican food. Might share my Mexican food with? <laughs> <laughs> Finding that one restaurant yeah. that rings your bell and sharing your favorite meal. <laughs> I mean, we've been married almost 29 years in December, I guess. I thought it was 30. Is it 30 this year? It's 1991. It's 1991. It's 1991 we got married. So, um, so 29 years this year. 29 years. So it's someone that's always there, knows my weaknesses, my strengths, my nuances of as you get how older, I act. As you get older, you recognize the weaknesses more. Somebody, <laughs> somebody to say what to when you can't hear each other talking. Yes, that's really what it is when you get older. Screaming what? what from the other room. So. <laughs> It's a it's a partnership. It's it's just always having someone that you can depend on. I mean, it's kind of like I think one thing I've as I get older, it's kind of like you know if I'm fearful, like Chad's the first person I want to call. Like it's I just I feel immediately more like at ease. Not just like if there was a burglar in the house, but like just about any life anxiety. It's like if I can share it with him, it's like. There's a piece, you know, obviously, you know, he doesn't have any more control than, you know, I do, but it's just, I mean, God's ultimately in control, but, you know, it's just, uh, it's just kind of like sharing, I guess, sharing that burden and just, yeah. it's like, that's just an ease, yeah. you know, an ease in my heart. <clears throat> and I guess as we, as we enter into our next chapter, for us, we're, we only have a few more years of quote-unquote parenting left with you know an empty nest around the corner mm-hmm. knowing that there's also somebody that missionally you can still what's next what does God have because we've been together through every major chapter we've really had even greeting Mary before college so I think learning about yourself through the eyes of the other person and about how your tendencies are and the changes that you do make and that you don't make, you know, keeps you keeps you honest. So. And just just thinking about, you know, it's funny because it really is a different phase. It's kind of like, what's next? Like, what do we? Yeah. What do we Libby and about. Chad want? Not what do Libby and Chad want for their kids? Yeah, kids, kids all the time. Are, yeah, like, yeah, of course. Now it's like, oh, we're planning this thing, but it's like, well, who's going to benefit from it? Oh, it's going to be for us, us because yeah. that's. Yeah. That's who's left. <laughs> yeah, that's who's left. That's who's so. Anyway, okay, well, hopefully that answers the question. That was tender. I liked that. That was real tender. I think that's probably the thing, being single, that I'm, like, most jealous of because I tend to be pretty, like, 
not super emotional. I don't love, as I've said, I don't love talking to people on the internet. (laughs) But like, you know, having that person that's just there, that's like witness to your life and a partner in it, it's pretty, it's pretty lovely. It was nice to, to hear that from like a seasoned couple that have been together for a good long time. Yeah, just as their friend, it was, um, it was kind of, I don't want to say hard, but it was hard. It was hard to listen to them talk about going into like a new chapter of their lives. And like, I'm excited for them to be able to, to be like, who's going to benefit? Oh, us. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we know their kids. You know, one of their kids as well. It's Maddie that we interviewed a few episodes back. So, um, we've, I feel like kind of all grown up together. Um, we've known Chad and Libby and their whole family. Well, Jenny Beth has known them for what? 10 years. And I've known them for like nine, eight or nine. And, um, and so we all went through major life changes, went from high school to college to I got married. They were all just about in my wedding. I mean, anyway, so we've known them as kind of the parents and also our friends, but you know, the parents and, uh, yeah, we have the kind of surrogate parents to us at times. And, and, uh, I want them to have a time that is all about them because they deserve that more than anything. Uh, but yeah, wow. It is crazy just to think about sharing truly your entire life with someone and, and just the little tiny bit that we've shared with them and how, how much that means to us and then just having them day in, day out and having that partner. Ah, All the feels, (laughs) all the feels. Yeah, that was, that was sweet. That was tender. All right. So our next couple are going to be our millennials, Jamie and David. Um, we know them through theater as well. Uh, Candace is really close with Jamie. She was in her wedding and, and yeah, and vice versa. Both those things. They're in each other's weddings. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to ask the same questions to them and they're going to give us their answers starting off with when and how they met. I actually really love when we get this question because um, it is kind of unconventional yeah um we met online and facebook actually i think brought us closer than than anything suggested friend i think yeah (laughs) and we talked on facebook and we were friends for four years i think four years virtually um and then like i don't know it was weird i got to see you and like your life all through the internet and kind of like what you were doing um and got to know you you. Yeah, I stalked you a little bit. <laughs> hey, you asked me to be your friend. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of cool. We got to know each other, and I think we commented on each other's things a lot. And um, when I was like on that cruise in the middle of a hurricane, you're oh, yeah. <laughs> messaging me and making sure I was okay. And it's just so strange, like how our paths crossed. And um, yeah, you messaged me on New Year's Eve, like three years ago, right? Uh, I was. Yeah, three years ago. I thought that you lived so far away, so for four years we talked, and 
never actually met. And then I guess it just dawned on me. I, I guess we talked about where we lived a little bit more. Yeah, I think you invited me down to your haunted house. That's right. And that's I was right. like, oh, I only live like two hours from there. And then I had a message <laughs> in my inbox on New Year's Eve after midnight saying, hey, I'm going to take you on a date this year. Yeah. So we did. It was amazing. And now we're married. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, uh, Internet and Facebook. I hate my horrible life. <laughs> All of these answers are beautiful and they make me feel dead inside. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that was real tender too. All of these are going to be like this. <laughs> yeah, buckle in, Jenny Beth. You're in for it today. This is just emotional abuse. No. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that. Also, can we just take one second to appreciate David's deep voice? Oh, David. Um, no, I was, oh, I was just smiling listening to that because I remember after that first date happened, Jamie talking to me and being like, she could not stop smiling. It was like ridiculous that she could not stop smiling, but she was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Something's different about him. I don't know. And I don't know. It, she had been on one date, but all of us were like, they're getting married. I think, I think several of us like made little notes in our phone to like mark it. We were like, they will be married. We're documenting it so that when it happens, we can be like, we knew. So many of us did that. So yeah, there you go. Love. We love it. All right. Question two. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one because uh, you always wear your fedora and I feel like you should be in the back of a jazz club somewhere like in 1920 hitting on me or something. <laughs> so this is a weird one because normally I would say yes because I love the courtship styles of older days. But honestly, I just don't know that we would have met had that been the case. And I believe everything happens for a reason. So I'm kind of happy that we were in the day and age that we are, or else okay. I might not have met the love of my life. That's true. But, you know, it's weird because I think that we have, like, um, the internet basically brought us together, which is very unconventional. But our dating practices That's true. were super traditional, like bringing me flowers and opening up my yeah. doors and paying for our dates mm. and pulling my chair out. Like, there's nothing wrong with how people date. Like, if they yeah. choose to not do that, cool. But, like, we just have always been very, like, old-school, traditional people. Um, and I thought that was kind of cool. Like, we just both naturally fell into that. Like, we never talked about, Absolutely. hey, I want you to bring me flowers, you know, or, hey, I want you to open my door. Like, I mean, I don't need you to do those things, but I love that you do. Yeah, it's, it's all about taking care of the one you love or the one you're meeting, I mean, in your own way. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have been pretty wild to date, like, back in Castle medieval times. <laughs> Maybe you would have well, yeah. jousted for my affection or something. <laughs> I could have won. <laughs> I think you could have. So that was like what we were talking about earlier today. It would be nice if I could go back in time and fall in love with that Scottish guy from Outlander, but that's just not the world we live in. <laughs> no, but that was really tender too. They're like, I don't want to feel, okay, Jamie and David, I'm the Grinch. My heart is three sizes too small and you're really making it grow and it's really upsetting to me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. I don't know if it was just me. Did I see you tear up? Did you tear up? No. She she might have teared up. I teared up. I teared up a little bit and got cold chills and 
I'm, I was just really connected to that one. That one got me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, my friends are so sweet. Oh, okay. Um, goodness gracious, I don't think we can even handle this next one. Just talking like actual sense and not being silly. It was lovely to hear of a guy just being like, that's what you do for the person you love. You bring them flowers and you open the door for them. That was lovely. I think what we're finding as we listen to these is that there's going to be a mesh of generational tendencies with everybody. It's just there are certain things that transcend your generation about how you treat the person that you really feel all the big boy feels for (laughs) (laughs) now i'm just super excited for you to fall in love so i can be like do you got the big boy fuse you You got the big boy fuse (laughs) um yeah no i think that i think that we chose jamie and david for a reason obviously and um they're such a great example of you know having all of these modern things that people say are negative like meeting on the internet oh like that's either people are embarrassed that that happened or they talk about it like you know nothing good can come of that but I mean I know their marriage another one of our dear friends marriage came from meeting online and I think that they're just a great example for how you know if you go into it with the right intentions and um, you just really connect with a person you can you know make it whatever false (laughs) no I mean as somebody who has lightly dabbled in the online dating just in sad moments of my life I haven't had that experience yet but it's because it's not time for me to meet the person that I'm supposed to be with yet so I think I think it's lovely the way theirs happened that it started on the internet and then it was just so like sweet and traditional and old school when they actually started dating but that's not everybody's experience no 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 of course it's not and I don't mean to say that because it can be good it always will be good obviously and and I think that the thing that makes the difference is the intention you go in with and um but they also met online but not a dating app necessarily they connected on Facebook And they were just friends. And, um, but you know, Chad was talking about earlier in the episode about how he feels like the exposure and getting to watch somebody's life and not learn about it in real time. While I think that that's cool and that's fun when you're dating and you're learning about them as you go, like they watched each other's lives, you know, as much as you can through social media for all of those years. And so they knew things about one another but they didn't know each other and so like they still had the opportunity to date and still learn everything um it was like a pretext to them dating like it wasn't they were dating through the social media it was sort of like they got to know each other from a distance over social media and then they had those in-person old-fashioned sweet lovely dates so i don't know it's it's different for everybody i think I think it was lovely how it happened with them. They're really sweet. Yeah, they're the best. Okay. Also, I hope it's not sounding like we have bias on any type of way to fall in love. 
we are trying to be unbiased. Um, I think both of us wish that we lived in the 1950s, though. So if that ever pops out, well, not really all of the 1950s. We just want to, yeah, there's a lot about the 1950s we don't want to deal with. But we just want to wear cool vintage dresses and uh, have men give us presents. Did that happen in the 50s exclusively? Oh, that that lost we lost track on that um, but yeah we're gonna have different opinions like uh, about what's great and what's the best and what's not we may not necessarily agree but yeah I think what we're seeing here is that there are all types of ways for people to meet and fall in love and that's what we're exploring today so let's let's hear their final answer I think for me um the relationship means a lot of different things. I think it means um, having like a home forever. I know like we yeah. both have talked about how we were super happy with our lives separately. Um, we loved everything about it, but we just had that piece missing, like that final puzzle right. piece, you know? Um, so I think a sense of home is definitely what it means to me. I think you too. Absolutely. Um, it means having a best friend. At any given time. <laughs> 2 a.m. runs to Taco Bell, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's also been kind of crazy having our first year of marriage during quarantine, like during this 2020. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that we are reaffirmed that we picked the right partner. <laughs> I could not imagine being stuck here with anyone but you. I, couldn't sure. I really couldn't either. And um I think it's also just like for us because we are religious people um I think it's just like a fulfillment of God's promise you know something that we have sought after and prayed for and uh long and hard for and uh had a lot of bumps in the road a lot of um good people probably but just the wrong people for us (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a real nice way of saying it on my side (laughs) um but yeah it's just a reminder of hey um this is, this is what God had in store for us. And that to me, I think is really exciting. And I think it's really just makes me feel whole, makes me feel at peace. It makes me feel, I don't want to say completed because I think that we're whole people individually, like all on our own, but you just add something to my life that I, that I just, I can't even put words to it, you know? Yeah. It's, Almost like our lives were whole, but there was still this little piece missing that we just didn't even know how much better our lives could be with the other person. And yeah, it's like multiplied 10x. Yeah, it really is. It's almost like um, now I get to look at someone next to me and be like, look how awesome this life is. <laughs> it's not just me going, oh, wow, I'm really lucky. Now I can look at you and say, we are really lucky. That's right. Um it's really just kind of cool. I feel like you just blended into my life and like, you've always been there. Um, family, friends, whatever. Yeah. And I think vice versa for you. Like, I think the same for you. Absolutely. It's, we've only been together for three years, but it's so weird thinking of a time that you weren't with me. Yeah. It's, it's odd. (laughs) I know. No, it means, it means the world to us. I think, I think that's a good, I mean, that's right the world and more (laughs) whatever else is out there it means that much to us yeah can you feel the love tonight Tonight. (laughs) it is where 
we are. Oh, man. I like this. <laughs> I'm having fun. How are you doing? Uh. <laughs> no. no no it's it's super sweet I've always I've sort of like I know Jamie we're not we haven't just been around each other all that much but I've sort of followed her uh you know her, I've watched her life on social media like most of us watch each other's lives and known from like being friends with her friends that what she was praying for you know and and how hard the struggle was and can relate wholeheartedly to that so it's really as much as I'm just like (laughs) I don't like feeling things uh it's sweet to hear that someone can like pray and struggle and and wind up in a good place with a lovely lovely man that treats them really well yeah well said all right we're here to inspire you or you know break you completely down either way we're moving on to our next couple (laughs) oh my goodness all right so our next couple um jenny beth found and recruited them so i'm gonna let you tell us about them yeah i work with gwen in one of my part-time jobs and uh she and jacob i don't think he goes i don't know if he goes by jake but gwen and jacob have been together i think for a couple years they're sweet wee bairn gen z's i think they're both around like 18 19 and um yeah they're they're just so like mature for their age and well-spoken and i i really kind of wanted to hear what they had to say Yes, so they are only dating. They are not married. They've been dating for a couple years. They're still very young. But we wanted to hear some answers to these questions from a Gen Z couple's perspective. So let's start with question one. How did you meet? So we attended the same high school. I was in my sophomore year, and he was a senior. And we were both in the musical and we had some mutual friends. Yeah, and I, I really admired her. I really admired how she approached theater and school and everything. And I heard a lot about her from our mutual friends. And I decided on Valentine's Day to send her a rose. But I didn't want it to be, like, too ongoing, like, too hard-pressing. So I, I just wrote, like, I hope you're doing good as a friend it was yeah it was awkward you called me a friend so i thought it was like a friendly friend thing to do i didn't think you were flirting with me mm. <laughs> and then i got your number from our mutual friend because i didn't have it before and i texted you that night to thank you for sending me the flower and i flirted hard yeah like i flirted really hard because i thought you were really cute yeah, I, I flirted a little bit, but I was more awkward because I, I wasn't really sure, wasn't really sure how to go you, about that. You were really shy. Yeah. And just kind of awkward. It was cute. Because we didn't, we didn't know each other. Uh, it took a really long time to figure out how to, like, talk to each other. Yeah. There was a whole stage where we could, like, text for hours and hours, but in person, we had so much trouble talking to each other. It was so uncomfortable. 
it was. It was very awkward. Yeah. So because of that, we didn't just start being boyfriend and girlfriend right away. Um, we took time dating each other, getting to know each other. And then after two months or so, um, I asked her to be my girlfriend. And April 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Describe your perfect date, Candace. Hmm, that's a tough one. I'd have to say April 25th because it's not too hot and it's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> sorry, sorry, your anniversary is it's too perfect. It's miscongeniality. It's miscongeniality. I don't know if Gen Zers no. know and love miscongeniality the way we do, but there you go. You did great. There you go. <laughs> Happy anniversary. It's the perfect day to always go on a date together also you guys are awesome and adorable and i love your story they were very cute that was really sweet like the valentine's rose and just the awkward friendship phase that's sweet i liked it we're here for it we're here for it all right so second question do you envy or would you rather have tried the courtship styles of another generation? Me personally, I would say no. Yeah, I, I think I would say no as well. Because I think quite a few of the older styles of courtship rely on the man doing most of the work. The man is traditionally expected to pay for most of the dates. The man is expected to, you know, uh, ask the woman on the date and that's just personally not you know not something I'm interested in I don't need to be like saved or chased after I asked you on our first date I paid for that date yeah we, we went to a haunted house um, and at first she asked asked me and I wasn't even expecting our relationship to be at a place where to go on dates but she didn't think of it as a date at first and I did so it was a little awkward but because I was older, I think I led the relationship a little bit. Um, I was two years older than her. And I think, I think some of the older courtship was still there. Like at her six-month anniversary, I got her a promise ring, which is very characteristic of my father's generation, the boomers. Um, but I think we really focus more on each other rather the relationship yeah and rather than like the the style of courtship or the traditions that typically come with being boyfriend or girlfriend i think actually being together and caring for each other is more important yeah also i'd like to add that my parents who are millennials always talk about how when they were younger and they wanted to talk to their boyfriend or girlfriend they had to use the house phone, and there were there were only, like, two or three phones in the house, so they would all have to share. I do not envy that at all. Yeah. I am so glad that I can, like, text you and FaceTime you and call you so often. I don't want to sound needy, but I really enjoy talking to you, so I'm really thankful that we are growing up in the technology age. Yeah. A lot of our conversations would have been very awkward if it was over your home phone calling your mom being hey is Gwen there can I talk to her yeah I no. I don't envy that at all 
Okay. So first of all, love you guys, but Gwen, you freaked me out when you said your mom was a millennial and we turned it off for a second and I said, that's impossible. She's just super wrong. And then Jenny Beth and I had to have a, yeah, we had to have a research moment where we looked at what generations go with what years and it's possible. You are correct. Your mom and dad are probably millennials, and that is the weirdest. Granted, they're probably around 39 years old. We're guesstimating. We tried to just do math and stuff, which I will readily admit is not my strong suit, but I trust Ginny Beth. Anyway, back to you. Um, You go, girl. I mean, I like your moment where uh, you guys discuss your preference and being a part of your generation as far as courtship and how, you know, you don't really need to be chased or, uh, you know, you're happy to pay for things. And as a female who supports strong women, I think that that's a wonderful perspective. I want to be strong and independent and powerful and also get free things. So that's just where I stand on it. So <laughs> anyone who wants to buy me food or, adventures out on the town feel free except for don't because only Andrew can I guess no anybody take me out let's go <laughs> anyway um free food, anytime. <laughs> free food anytime let's go um but yeah no I think that you guys you are exactly when you are supposed to be it sounds like and that's a wonderful thing what you got JB uh yeah that was super interesting to hear in comparison to like the other generations to hear you guys touch on um I've just realized we're talking to them as if they're here <laughs> and we haven't done that with anybody else um but it was super interesting to hear them touch on like the equalness that they prize in their partnership like they treat each other with like level ground which is I think what they were I guess looking for or not realize that they were looking for but I loved that I thought it was really sweet and interesting to hear and while we're definitely praising you guys for that and and for putting a priority on that I also want to say that I think that our other two couples probably said it in different words like they both um praised each other for being great partners and best friends and I think a partner, best friend, those are the things you just share with. And so I'm not saying you all see the world exactly the same, but I think what I'm feeling from all three of our couples is that you want somebody to just share the load with, share the load of life. And whether that means monetarily or just emotionally, um, it's just somebody that you lean on and uh, count on. That's pretty great. All right. Last question. What has this relationship meant to you? I think I think this relationship has meant quite a lot to me. It's meant a lot more than a lot of my friendships and even a lot of the relationships with my family. I'm not very close with my family and I usually only have a close few amount of friends, but Gwen has meant a lot to me. And in particular, it's more, it's not really about a relationship, it's, it's about each other. Like, I care about Gwen. 
I care about what Gwen needs. I care about what Gwen wants. And I think a lot of it is figuring out what each other needs and um, what we both want and love and coming together and flourishing and helping each other flourish through life through that. Yeah. Learning your love language and learning my own has been especially helpful for me. It's been a way for me to care about you and to give you what you need to feel loved in this relationship. So that specifically has been really helpful to me. It's meant that I have been able to grow a lot as a person because Jacob is really kind and really patient and really just wants me to be a mature person. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, and I, I, I think I think those love languages change. They come back and forth, and what we need at a particular time always changes, but... I think I think what's really important is that we care about each other. We love each other. And there's going to be a lot of pain, and there has been a lot of pain, a lot of hardships, a lot of butting heads figuring out what we need and misunderstanding each other's needs. But at the end of the day, it's not hopping at the single hardship that you face. You stick together. You see the promise of your relationship, and you look to the future help each other so that was interesting i love the sweetness and the like caring nature that they equally have towards one another i think it's interesting that they steer so clear of relationship of that term i think that's probably a generational thing as uh having dated Gen Z I can tell you that that word is a weirdly tricky one and I'm not sure why I don't know if millennials are less freaked out by that or it's because we're older I'm not sure but um but yeah I think it's interesting to note I wonder if it has like a a negative connotation to a younger group of people I don't know what do you think about that Candace? No I definitely noticed it too I I almost wonder if, and this is all just based on listening to their answers um, today, and I haven't really contemplated this before now, but, you know, there's a lot going on in the Christian community where people are like, you know, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, because um, religion has, over time, uh become a negative thing because it's about man-made rules and not about your relationship with Christ in some people's eyes and so I wonder if something similar has happened with the word relationship because I noticed it in the last answer before this answer she said you know it's not really about the relationship it's about the person it's about us and um, I hate to tell you guys this but I think you are doing a a pretty good job at taking care of your relationship because at the end of the day you're in a relationship you um you're talking about your love languages and you're caring for one another and I think you are trying to nurture and care for that little relationship like a like a wee little lamb and uh I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of I think you're doing a great job I think it may just be terminology like generationally we're not as comfortable like 
some things that baby boomers do like my parents like I've said are baby boomers and there are some ways that they say things or ways that they do things that I'm like ooh, uh, I don't know about that yeah like it freaks me out the way they do things and so maybe something about that terminology is not uh ideal or not as uh celebrated or respected in the way that our generation or the generation before us thinks of it and that's okay that's okay we're all learning and growing together if if that's what gen z needs to move forward and and you know enjoy themselves then that's that's what they need so yeah if you're listening to this and you're gen z and you have more uh hard facts on the topic you know visit us on our social media and uh comment and tell us what's up like if there's official rulings on this from your generation we do have an email actually it's questions at doing our best here.com so if you would like to further enlighten us on the topic of uh how gen z's use certain terminology for their um love life please fill us in i i feel like uh, having been around some gen z folks recently in a play that i was in i feel like there is a little bit of a not that this has to do with um gwen and jacob at all they're lovely and have everything sorted out at a very young age and (laughs) makes me sad about my life um but i i see that in other people that like kind of fear of getting involved like even if you are kind of already involved um that like you know let's love everybody and that's great it's not great I don't like it personally you do you though I wish you all the best and I see that like generationally rising in a in the younger groups it freaks me out to no end but I am Walter Matthau on the inside so you know ignore me but yeah I think that's really interesting to to clarify are you talking about like polyam emery <laughs> is that what is that what it's called I think, I think that's what it's called. is that what you're talking about well not specifically that but that is I think a part of what goes on in in the youth culture <laughs> i sound like schmidt on new girl now so are you just talking about like uh, <laughs> um just like dating multiple people or talking to multiple people I, at the I same time more, i think that's more frequent now in terms of like people don't just say this one and they're done I think most I the thing I noticed about younger people is that they're going to keep the pool open you know and I could be wrong I think I think it's I'm wrong in terms of like Gwyn and Jacob like they're they don't refer to it as a relationship but they have a very beautiful partnership that they seem to be in and and that's lovely and sweet so I guess every generation has its own things you know I there could be people that are 65 years old that participate the way I just described it <laughs> in a large pool of individuals yeah I mean I'm I'm sure that that's true that every generation has their 
people that fear commitment. I'm just wondering if, um, cause I feel like before I got married just three years ago, but, um, I would talk to a lot of people and then still today I have a lot of friends who are, are very single and like very happy to be single because they are terrified of, of commitment or they're like, I'm just too busy for that. Blah, 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 blah. And I feel like, um, a lot of people that I talk to that are around my age are children of divorce and they saw things like that. And so that kind of instilled in them a desire to just never go through that in their own personal relationship. And so I don't know who knows, who knows how words are formed. No, but, um, <laughs> that's an, that's an office quote in, in case. And I didn't even finish it. I just said form instead of formed. <laughs> um, so yeah, who knows? We're definitely all just trying our best here. Can I ask you a personal question in regards to that? Would you be open to answering it? No. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, well, yeah, what? Well, can I talk about your family life a little bit in regards? So you come from a, a family that's gone through divorce but you are are happily married. Like, did you go through that phase of being a little bit? Are, you've always been fond of commitment, though, haven't you? Pretty much. Good Lord, and yes, I've, I went. Oh, <laughs> good Lord, and yes. Um, no, I definitely had a lot of fear. Um, but also, I married Andrew after dating for five and a half years six years and then my relationship before that all through not college high school was uh four and a half years long so I had a boyfriend from my freshman year of high school until my freshman year of college and then I discovered that I had a crush on Andrew Boone whilst still dating the first guy and um so just having those emotions I decided to break it off and then uh a little while after Andrew and I got together and so there was very little time of me just being single so yes apparently commitment is my jam but when it came down to marriage commitment um I was like an insane person I was just like terrified for no particular reason nothing bad was happening within our relationship necessarily it was just the possibility that it could happen. And that was so scary to me that I almost talked myself out of even wanting it. So, yeah. I feel like uh, a lot of times you can try to be as self-aware as you can. But sometimes stuff doesn't creep up until life's getting real. And then little demons that are hiding and waiting for the right day to pop up they they pop up yeah i i guess what we can probably say thinking back on all of the lovely q and a's that we heard today was that everybody from every generation has their own individual stuff to sort through like everybody's been through stuff with family everybody you know goes through things that happen differently in their time frame that they're experiencing things but I think the cool thing that we've gotten to see from what you said and from what all of these lovely couples have said today is that 
partnership is still beautiful. I mean, there's a real beauty in, like I said earlier, in uh, having a witness to your life, even if it's kind of scary. And I personally have yet to conquer that, so I'm not somebody that really can speak to it. But from what I've seen in in Candace and Andrew's life, in my mom and dad's life, and they both, I, I don't know how they would feel about me saying it, but they've both, you know, had their fair share of heartbreaks before they found each other and, and you know, brought some of their own heartbreaks into, you know, their relationship. And yeah, my mom and dad. Uh, I wasn't talking about Candace and Andrew. I was talking about my own mom and dad. I hope I said that. Um, but yeah, and I, we pass along hurts from generation to generation. But I think the lovely thing that we've all somehow managed to do, no matter what time frame we grow up in, is, you know, love one another. And the more we can do that, the better off we are, I guess. What do you think? Can you feel the love tonight? No, I agree. I think that was very well put. And that's why I didn't have anything else to add except for more Lion King. Um, No, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. And I, I think that it's also pretty, uh, I don't know what the proper word is, but just cool. I'm going to go with cool. I think it's pretty cool. That it doesn't matter what generation you are finding love in, your love story is always going to be the best and your favorite, no matter if, you know, because once you find your person, that's the best thing ever. And so it doesn't matter if you meet online or you meet, you know, doing something like being beauty and the beast and beauty and the beast. It doesn't matter. There's not one that's better than the other. <laughs> no, but but truly, you're going to love your love story. And uh, we've got generations that are going to come up. And who knows how they're going to meet one another. There's going to have micro trips in their brain. And, and then whenever they pass by their soulmate, they're just going to go ding, ding, ding. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, and that's Jenny Best's dream, actually. <laughs> She just go for walks every day. Oh, but yeah, this was a good one. I liked this one. What about you? She legit just went, I always hand you the mic the right way and shamed me about it, even though I look for it. It's fine. Um, yeah, it was great. I, I feel really inspired and, and heart warmed by these stories today it was great thanks thank you sincerely to everybody that helped us out today chad libby jamie david gwen jacob we very 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 much appreciate you guys staring staring (laughs) (laughs) staring longingly into each other's eyes i brought it back around staring longingly into each other's eyes as you share your stories with us today we appreciate it so much. We think all of them are beautiful. So go, give the people you love a hug, and uh, just keep doing your best. Here. Here. We're all just doing our best here. Bye! Bye. <laughs>